Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday! And happy first day of a better president! <laughs> Yay! So, um, excited about that. Uh, so that's super, um, you know, awesome. But today I'm actually talking with a guest, Quentin, um, as my dog runs around in the background squeaking toys. She's super excited too. Um, Quinn is a poet who has two books um, out and one is being released actually tomorrow, the 21st. It's called Evermore and it's a book of poetry. So just going to chat with him about the process and everything and squeaky toys. (laughs) Rose, you're ruining this. Um, Rose has lots of thoughts sometimes for this podcast and sometimes um, I can't shut her out the room because then she just winds at the door. So pick your poison. Now she's getting grumpy with me. So yeah, I'm gonna stop talking now and let you listen to um, the chat. Isn't it poetic? Well, thank you, Quentin, for coming on to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Um, just really excited to be here. Yeah, well, good. That I'm excited to have you, um, and I'm excited to have somebody that's actually a writer on because that was one of my goals for the New Year's to get more writers on and everything. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder too much, but you have some projects and stuff coming up, so I definitely want to get into that. But before we get into all of that, I guess I'll give you an opportunity to kind of introduce yourself, give your backstory. Tell the listeners whatever you want or nothing if you don't feel like it. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, um, hi everyone. My name is Quentin. Um, I have been writing pretty much since I was 13 years old. Um, of course, they were horrible. Um, but as time went on, um, I refound, I, I could say I refound myself in writing, uh, especially during quarantine. Um, I wrote one book, um, if anyone dares to look for it it's pretty horrible because it's like my writings from when I was 14 and then my writings from now all mesh together but anyways um I really got back into writing during quarantine I um right before quarantine caught the flu um and six weeks later was unemployed um from the airport and um yeah it was so crazy um unemployed you know looking for a job and I just started writing. Um, I had all this time, free time, free space. Yeah. And the that's pretty much where a lot of the poems came from. I mean, a couple of them, like a handful were written like the, over these last two weeks, but the majority of them were written in quarantine. Um, they really, the topics or my poems are a lot about um, honesty, mm-hmm. um, love. Um, and really the biggest theme that I've noticed is escapism and the theme of letting go um -hmm. you know letting go of like a former self or you know those ideas that I had um because on my you know because I my birthday um funny well it's not funny but caught like I said caught flu unemployed uh literally days before my birthday um you know I had all these ideas I want to do this I want to do that I want to go here I had all these like expectations or you know 
the world shut down and then it's like, you know, I'm just sitting at home with my kids, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely um, understand that quarantine and lockdown started uh, the week of my birthday last year. So I was in the same boat. Uh, March 20th. I'm March 24th. Oh, see, exactly. So yeah, it was, I was like, oh, great. Um, But similar to you, I started um, writing a little bit more because I used to write. I totally get, I actually was cleaning up the other day and I found journals from like middle school. (laughs) And I just read through them and I was like, what is, this is awful. And I was like, what is this 11 year old talking about heartbreak for? (laughs) Like, this is so... It's, it was so odd, but I, I refound it and I, um, during quarantine, started to write a lot, but then I also started mm-hmm. this podcast. So I think it's, yeah, it's it's a pretty bleak situation that we're in, but it's it's given a chance, especially in my circle, to see creative people be able to have time now that they have extra time to um, perfect their craft of everything. Um, so I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and I do agree with you um from the poems that I don't want to give too much away from the ones that you sent me take a bow was my favorite because mm-hmm. it, it gave me a very like you said like an honest like you know when it's time to go <laughs> like let go um and everything like that um so that's really awesome um and I I did enjoy them and I'm, I'm a true Pisces so anything that's kind of sad <laughs> I'm like I'm here for yeah, it Yes, I'm in the same boat. Like when I was like 12, um, I was singing like Amy Winehouse's uh, right. Back to Black record. Yeah, so I can totally relate. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I always was like. Now looking back, I'm like, what, what feelings did you have that you were so strongly? Yeah. Um, but it comes through uh, definitely as an adult now that, and I, you might agree. Like now that you've experienced stuff, it's like, oh wow! Like now I really do get. I feel like songs that you listen to as a kid and art or poems or books or anything have a whole new meaning once you've gone through something. Yeah. And I think um, through your experiences, um, like when I was writing when I was much younger, um, you know, my writings were, I mean, there was one um, that I wrote um, when my grandma, my great grandma passed away. Hmm. Um, That I think probably was like the most sentimental thing that I've ever written. But like all the other ones, um, my thoughts were like, wow, how can I, because I love music, you know, um, throughout um, this book and throughout the other one, which not so great, but anyways, um, not to down it. Uh, um, it's a it's musical. Music has always been like a huge thing for me. And I would always think when I was younger, like, wow, how can I make someone feel like I feel when I listen to Billy Joel or Amy Winehouse or mm-hmm. TLC or face or whatever you know um my whole feeling or goal um whenever somebody my poems um is to make someone feel you know if you I feel like if you felt the way I felt when I listened to these people I'm like wow you know like that's that's truly something that I would love to leave behind or or it's the biggest takeaway I can say for this book you know yeah definitely I feel like that actually answers the next question um well, one of the questions, which is, uh, why did you want to write this? And I, I feel like that's a good way to, to put it, you know, to invoke that feeling into people, um, to give that art in there. Um, 
so that's really cool. Uh, but I guess if you could walk me and the listeners through, you, you kind of hit on it, you know, during quarantine, but the whole process up until the end, um, did you write a whole bunch of poems? Did you have to narrow it down? Did it come naturally? Was there sometimes where you wrote a poem and then you, you were like, eh, this just ain't it, or you had to scale it back? How was the writing process? Um, well, the writing process for me is, like I said, it started right in the beginning of quarantine, March and April. I was writing a lot. I think I had like 30, 35 poems. Um, and I'm still, um, like re, re revising some things because I'm a, at heart, I feel like I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. You know, I really want to hit home, um, and narrow down specific poems that I feel like are more potent than others. So, yeah, it took me a minute. Originally, my original thought um, after the next day, which was my very first book, mm-hmm. I wanted to do like, like a, um, a huge book with like 50, 60, 70, 80 poems. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, that's going to take a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was like, okay, let me. Um, and then, you know, and this was like December. November, like pretty much right after I did the next day, it came out Mm -hmm. and then quarantine came and then I just kept writing and writing. And then I just thought to myself, I kind of wanted to make a piece that was uh, representing who I am now, Mm -hmm. as opposed to not to downgrade or to poop on the next day, but Mm -hmm. the next day was 14 and 24, that's like 10 years, you know? And it was kind of a little bit all over the place. Um, and with this piece, I wanted to invoke the emotion of, um, I wrote on the back of the book last night because um, I was doing the back cover of the book. Yeah. Um, the feeling that I want people to get is that feeling like when you're lost, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've all felt lost, but, you know, that you feel hopeful that you're going to, that better days are coming, you know? And I feel like that's the feeling that um, I felt during quarantine and even now, you know, um, we all felt horrible last year, but I feel better now almost mm-hmm. because I feel like better days are coming. Um, yeah. So I just feel like better days are coming. No, definitely. If that I, answers. Yeah, no, it totally does. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, er, yesterday. <laughs> last year was rough. Um, so I can definitely see how people would love some inspiration with, okay, yeah, there are better days, better years and everything like that. So I think, um, for me, I think it's important to put that content out there. Um, what about you? What do you feel um, it's important to share your voice and whether it be poetry or singing or writing anything or putting any content out there? Why do you think it's important for artists to take that leap and put it out there for others to see? Um, well, it's important because the arts is your way, I feel like our way, not saying yours, our, our, all, all our ways to um, see, see ourselves, you know, um, it's important, you know, um, just me being a person of color, uh, to yeah. see a variation of myself on the screen, or um, to see more, more arts in general color aside but just to see more arts in general because it helps us I feel like uh during tough times um people would go to the movies people would go see concerts you right. know but we don't have these opportunities now. so um 
I feel like this is the perfect time to kind of lean back into um, before we had our uh, our technology or TVs, whatever, lean back into the books, the lyrics, the songs, um, these things that can kind of like change our perspective on how we see the world, you know? Definitely. So. Yeah, it, it's a definitely an escape mechanism. I feel like if you're feeling down and stuff, yeah, let's go to the movies. Let's do this. And uh, for me personally, too, I, I've definitely been reading a lot more in quarantine because there are no concerts or anything to go to. So um, I'm glad though that the world is coming to that recognition and they're like, oh, this is cool. Uh, the next question I always ask, I like to ask guests are, who inspires you? And it could be multiple people. Um, it could be personal relationships or leaders, famous people, anybody um, that comes to mind that inspires you. Um, who inspires me? I definitely have to say my mom. Oh. My mom has gone through so many different, uh, yeah, my mom's gone through so many different health issues um, throughout the years. And she's always been, for me, my um like my rock, um, you know, she may not necessarily always like the things that I'm doing um, and I'll just leave it there. But, um, you know, uh, she she's very important to me and she gave me my, um, which I feel like this word kind of has like a really bad connotation to it sometimes, um, depending on who you ask, but like the hustler mentality, you know? Yeah. Um, I consider myself a hustler and there's nothing wrong with being a hustler because, you know, um, from the time I left home up until now, I literally hit the ground running, working and, you know, putting, doing, trying to do different things to um, better myself. You know, my mom always, you know, not that it's necessarily a badge of honor, but, or it is, I think it is. Um, she always used to go to work sick all the time. And um, I used to just look at her in awe, like, how do you do it? I'm like, I know she did it for me, but like, it, it always inspired me. Like, I'm not feeling great, but yet, you know, still push on, you know, despite all the challenges and obstacles that we may face, we still continue to push on. No, definitely. Yeah, beautifully said. Um, I always have a soft spot for my mom too. So I definitely um, appreciate you sharing that. Uh, moms are like the best, honestly. They 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 inspire yeah. I feel like, a lot. So um, shifting gears to, it, it's a game, but I put that in quotes because it's, it's really yeah. just meant to be fun and get you thinking and kind of um, break the, the ice or anything like that. So I have a few questions that I'm going to ask and... Um, again they're all silly there's no right or wrong answer um but it just gets you thinking and the first one was actually on the outline um if you were to be stuck on an island with three famous people who would you pick and why um i'm gonna say i probably should have answered <laughs> so many different people I love. um i'm gonna go with uh uh, Jeff Goldblum, um, and uh, Harry Styles, and um, 
so far. I don't know, Britney Spears? That's Britney a, Spears? Yeah, that's a oh. fantastic <laughs> island. I would go. I would totally, yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, that's a good group and as of far people. As, and as far as why, um, I feel like Jeff, because he, he's older and he would be able to like teach us things and yeah. Harry could like, you know, sing me to sleep. And- yeah, serenade you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Brittany could, you know, keep me going with her dance moves. Yeah. Brittany, I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> who doesn't want to be in an island with Britney Spears? I feel like <laughs> that would be yeah. a great time. Uh, I absolutely love her. Yeah, she she is iconic and one of the best. Um, so the next one in if you could have a dinner with any poet or writer, um, who would you pick? Okay. Um, I know it's it's so difficult. I probably say Solange, Solange, yeah. no Beyonce's little sister. Yeah. Um, the last album. Um, if you haven't heard it, it is amazing. I love it. I obsess over that album. When I get home, it is it is really amazing. Um, she co-wrote pretty much all the songs on it, co-produced it. It was really good. So her. Yeah, awesome. What a talented family, <laughs> like, yeah. all around. I'm like, mm-hmm. they take all the talent. Um, so that's that's awesome, too. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she would be a good dinner guest, too. Like, she she would keep it classy. I like her. Um, next one, I always ask, because I'm such a book nerd, do you have any favorite books that have really, um, that you've read or inspired you? If Hopefully you're a reader. If not, then any music I guess we can change it to (laughs) um well I'm gonna totally tell on myself (laughs) I had every intentions on reading but um I never finished the book because actually um I'll do a side note and come back to your question Mm -hmm. um the last book I was trying to read it's called Little Fires Everywhere yeah I don't know if you've seen the who version of the show yeah yeah, really good. But I meant to read it, but then I got this crazy idea. It was like in the middle of June. Um, world was on fire basically last year, last summer, as you know. Right. Um, I was like, okay, let me let me do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a podcast. Um, it's on hiatus right now, but I just finished the first season, uh, Life and Times with Quentin. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, instead of reading, I did a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is a lot of work. So <laughs> so I totally understand. Yeah, yeah I find myself uh, a lot of times if I see a movie or a show and I see that it's based off of a book, I'm like, let me read the book. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I already know how it ends. So I kind of have to talk myself into it. Yeah. Plus, to be honest with you, the book didn't really hold me. I yeah. got through like the first couple of pages and I noticed how different it was. So I was From like, the, oh. yeah. 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 Sometimes it, yeah, it's just that is that way. Uh, last question. Um, and I guess you could pick a few artists if you want. If you were to have your poems be turned into songs, who would you want to sing them? Um, Bjork, um, Solange. Um, well, I'll ask a good question. Uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, yes. And... Harry Styles. Harry Styles, yeah. 
Dolly yeah, Parton right. is forever a a queen. <laughs> like a national treasure. She really is. Yes. Um, awesome. See, that wasn't too bad. Um, and it made you think a little bit. So uh moving on to something um that's very important to me. And I always ask guests, um, because I'm a big advocate when it comes to mental health. Um, I know there's a mm-hmm. stigma around it and everything. So I like to try to break that down and let people know we all struggle with it. Here's how we um you know, deal with it. So what are some things that you do to keep your mental health in check? Um, that's a great question. Cause on my show, I did an episode about mental health. Oh, good. Um, yeah. It featured, um, I'll say a little bit about the show and then I'll come back to me. So on the show, I had a lady named Jen Amos and it was uh, titled essential workers and, um, uh, growing up military and the base of the episode was about um, just her talking about her experience, her father um, having some mental health issues and whatnot. Um, and what she what she said was really interesting. Um, the fact that if you um, if you struggle with it, she struggles with it. She has struggled with depression. Um, use it as your um, use it as your friend. You know, use this issue instead of running away from it, which is something that most of us, I don't say all, most of us, we do mm-hmm. we run away from these issues. We try to mask it with various things in the world right. and um, try to embrace it and try to use it in your favor instead of turning it against you and making it a bad thing because it's not necessarily a bad thing that you, um, you do have a mental issue. Um, it's just a part of who you are. Definitely. So uh, to answer your question now, um, yeah. mental health, um, I, um, I love music. I listen to music all the time. Um, I grew up in the time, this is totally going to date me. If anyone, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Music Choice when it had, uh, um, it has pictures now, but you remember when it was black, a uh, black screen? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I listen to music for as long as I can remember. Um, I remember one time my grandmother came in. She saw me staring at a black screen. She's like, Quentin, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, watch some actual television. Um, But anyways, yeah, that really helps me a lot. Um, Praying. um, I would like to meditate. I haven't found my way towards meditation. Mm. It sounds really interesting. It's amazing. Um, Yeah. And um, I think turning the news off, I was talking to my mother. almost always talking to my mother (laughs) every day. Um, She was talking about, you know, what's going on in the world. She constantly is watching the news. Um, Me, I I absorb it Mm -hmm. for my own mental health because, you know, it's important to be knowledgeable about what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, I turn it off because if you literally sit there and absorb that, it will drive you crazy. Yeah, definitely. You know, so you Breaks. No, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, I agree. Music is amazing. Um, I always highly recommend meditation. That's one of my most favorite things of all time. Um, so yeah, moving along to, I always like to give people um, a second to talk about any movies or music shows, podcasts, or books, anything that you're obsessed with right now that you're like, oh, I, I need to talk about this. I need to share this because this is so amazing that people need to know about this. 
Um, something I'm obsessed with right now. I love uh, the very first like podcast that, that I listened to was um, NPR's um, How I Built This with Guy Raz. Have you ever heard of that? I have not, but I will look into it. Yeah, it's on Spotify. And basically um, the show is uh, Guy Raz. He interviews all these cool people. He's interviewed people from Whole Foods, uh, Away Luggage, all, all different types of like really, you know, CEOs, important people. And he interviews them about their story, about how they got started and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool because it kind of um, gives them kind of like this human side almost you know when you hear about the ceo of amazon or this person you know you think necessarily money this that you know possessions but i love that Uh, i love listening to that because it gives them more of a human side it's like they're kind of real yeah they're not this figure you know um what else am i obsessed with uh that's it really yeah. like yeah yeah I feel i'm like pretty it... boring oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> i love um i'm sorry i blank out sometimes i'm so That's sorry totally like, fine um i love euphoria euphoria oh. is amazing and i cannot wait. Um, um if anyone hasn't heard of it um zendaya is in malcolm and marie i cannot wait to watch that that's going to be amazing i already know it. yes so yeah, yeah watch she... that on netflix it's fantastic. She can do no wrong in my eyes. I love her so much. <laughs> She's only like a year younger than I am, but I look up to her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. She would be. Yeah, I think she's around my age then as well, too, then. Um, yeah, she's she's awesome. Um, cool. Well, um, this episode is airing on the 20th. So listeners, if you're listening right now, the 21st, which is tomorrow at the time that this airs um your book of poetry evermore will be out i'll definitely put links um to um any of your social medias or anything like that so people can find it so let everybody know where they can find you okay um so guys if you'd like to um hear more from me um you can find me on instagram at forever quentin twitter um pretty much all the same handles forever quentin and my book evermore um pretty much for right now will be on Amazon um, starting January 21st. Yes. Awesome. And again, I'll link it below because I feel like we're a generation that we want a link. <laughs> we don't want to type it in. Make it easier. Exactly. It makes it a whole lot easier. Well, thank you so much for taking time uh, to chat, uh, especially about your book. Um, I'm excited for it because um, I loved the ones that you sent already. Um, so everybody check it out tomorrow. What a wonderful combo and um, so excited to support Quentin in his journey. Let me find a quote for meditating this week. Um, Let me see here. Sitting back and noticing your thoughts helps you see habitual patterns. Use the insight of meditation to change them. Okay, bitch. Yeah. I mean... Totally. If you have habitual patterns, you know, negative patterns and stuff like that, that you do, um, because if you sit back and like actually think about it, you can meditate on those and be like, why am I doing this? Let's, you know, flip this around and do differently, do better. Um, 
totally. Let's do that. That'd be great. So now let's take a deep breath and become calm, one with the earth, if you will, and enjoy this week's Meditation Minute. That's all I have for you this week. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. Be sure to check out Quentin Randolph's poetry book, Evermore, which is out tomorrow, the 21st. You know, go get it. It'd be great. Uh, check out his social. I'll be putting it, not his social security number, his social medias. I'll be putting in the link uh, description below. So check that out. Um, stay safe out there. There's so much going on. Um, we're still in the pandemic, so be careful. Uh, next week, I have another episode with another special guest, and it's gonna get sweet, I guess you can say. That's a good teaser, um, for sure. Um, again, thank you so much, Quentin, for stopping by and chatting. I'm super excited to see the book in its entirety. Um, so that's me, amazing and great and awesome. Everybody stay safe, stay beautiful, stay bright and shiny and I don't know it's yeah all the positivity I can throw your way I'm throwing right now anywho you can follow me on Facebook Twitter Instagram and now Clubhouse um at Sir Stephen Rice links are down below except for Clubhouse they don't have links and stuff so you can just find me at Sir Stephen Rice for everything anywho see you next week until next time, I totally paused because there was an airplane that was like, you know, I get distracted easily. Anyways, until next time, have a fantastic day. <laughs>